0: But back like a bad habit but better than you ever had it you are rocking with the wednesday night a show the ae double dudes are back at it again here wednesday night once again every week you've got none other than the man of 100 likes across from me these zoobs as one half of your co-hosting duo i'm the other half of the sword and shield Josh Castodio here to wrap up Winter is Coming, AEW's big winter television event. Uh, of course, in the past, it had Sting's debut, uh, big Mox title matches, always a momentous occasion for Winter is Coming, but it has come and gone. Zoobs, how do we find you on this winter evening?
1: Winter is Coming has come, and we are here. Come on. Uh, Big time! Come feels like, good, yeah. feels like uh, it feels like their last show of the year celebration. Sort of, you know what I mean? Which sort of seems like uh, well, not that I I'm can't expecting wait the next to be in the building for E. W.
2: Dynamite like, in Seattle you know, in a few weeks, holiday time.
1: weeks. Um, yeah, it with a message there on the top of that, but uh, yeah, it's it feels like the end of the year, like spectacular, the last big show um i thought it lived up i had a great time i can't wait to see what the uh what the brainiacs think right a great fun night for the biz some stuff we'll, we'll be remembering i think and talking about for a long time um and at the end of the year it is always sort of important to do those things as you look back on the year like the thing that just happened was great sort of that sort of uh that sort of thing that you you bring to these um well, i thought it was a ton of fun we'll call it the last seven of the year maybe <laughs>
0: last seven of the year perhaps and you're right next week's dynamite does look to be a bit of a humdrum affair not uh, that it looks terrible of course you've got the fgl guns on there but this does feel like your season finale shout out to area thrasher subscribing with primes like property of property wrestling, of wrestling of course, brain. presumably to their subscription of course if you have amazon prime you can make it look easy just like that just like Shirley McGinnis did, too. Uh, you get one free Twitch subscription if you have Jericho Amazon making Prime, a run which from-
1: we know you do. Holidays. This- you obviously have Amazon Prime. You,
0: you, you, at this point, you would be a fool not to, right? I mean, you're yeah. just spending extra money. I don't even remember signing up for it. I feel like they just it's just like you just have Amazon Prime. Whether you, they, they, some sort of DNA Come thing, on. a brain chip, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Thank you to Irishback21. Showing how easy it just can be. Subscribe with Prime, of course, if you don't want to subscribe Broken with Prime, Jericho? that doesn't mean you can't reach into the wallet and show a little support for Wrestling Brain this time of year. We would greatly appreciate that. Follows, subscriptions, other ways you can support us. Head on down to the sound alerts, of course, our producer, Dynamite Matt, makes tons of fun songs for the channel. Uh, music that is beloved. You can hear any of those at your leisure. Great. How many shows can you do that on Zoom? You go. Oh, I just like to hear this song right now. What if I just played it?
1: I don't watch a lot of shows, but I don't know of any, frankly.
0: What, what, let's see. You, you ever watch? Here's one. Just so one everybody knows. You know that show, Family Feud.
1: I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. You know what
0: happens if you're watching the feud and you're like, hey, hey Steve, Steve, I'd like, I'd like to listen to. I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. <laughs> Come you know what on, Steve Harvey does.
1: He would make an unbelievably funny face into the camera, probably, <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> he, he, would, he would
0: set the bar for human comedy with the facial reaction, <laughs> and then he would get your ass thrown out of the building. That That's what happened, not here. You can hear the songs you want to hear by utilizing the sound alerts down below, and we'd appreciate it if you did. Got a hype trend going, Zoobs. Thank you very much to the Brainiacs, including Ashley Kutcher, gifting a sub to the real House of Black, uh, who we'll be talking about a little bit later as we go through the uh, up and downs and all arounds of tonight's uh, Winter is Coming episode.
1: Yeah, let's, let's rifle through everybody here at the beginning of the show before we move on. Cadenza, uh, as you said, uh, sub with Prime, 14 months. Uh, Area Thrasher, sub with Prime, 14 months. William McGinnis, sub with Prime, 11 months. Look at that. They didn't cost them anything. And and now they're subscribed to our, to our feet. Uh, Ashley Kutcher, gifted one to House of Black, as you said, kicking off a hype, hype train. You'll yep. have the train is hype
0: indeed. Welcome, Brainiacs, one and all. Uh, winter is coming as ended. Uh, let's duck to the back. He's very sick right now, but let's check. Oh, Thank boy. Thank you
2: for the gifted sons. Five
1: is very generous. Five is very generous.
0: It is very generous. And the Santa Claus delivering those presents under our tree. None other than the nice boy online himself.
2: Juice.
1: Come on. Culture of losing. Sub seven months. Seven months straight.
0: And Stone Cold ET subbing at your one for substitute. Hit him, months with, the Hit him, the him with the Zubes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we got to you... add that to the, to the roster of uh, Nick Gage sound alerts.
0: Real heads do know that's how you say Zubes, Zubes if you are Nick Gage.
2: Winter <laughs> has come.
0: So if you're not Nick Gage you say Zubes. But if you are Nick gage the correct way to say it is. Uh,
1: we'll, we'll have to let him say it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. my like the here, here's a little bit. I, you know, me I don't like to talk a ton of politics, but uh, you know, a little joke off the top. Uh much like a lot of uh, big time politicians, you can find Nick Gage on both sides of this issue. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> once in a while <laughs> <it>? fat air <laughs> say the username is accurate it's true he is the zooms and there's no underscore there in case you're looking for an underscore get out the magnifying glass and get out the telescope <laughs> it's not there give up you're going to waste a fucking time He's looking for this underscore father. somebody tell <laughs> something about this
1: what is wrong with you it's your father for god's sake Your father for god's sake Kyle 9080 back for another week saying MJF, the only match I predicted right tonight. Um, always
0: nice to admit the L's, yeah. You know, you can't always come come in here and be like, Oh, I got this one, I got this one, so I appreciate that, Kyle. (laughs) ECW Diva Francine getting a Gibson sub, uh, (laughs) from our own Ashton Kutcher. Good go on, flute. Where are you finding these people? Shout out, uh, to Francine, a big childhood crush for me, or I suppose teenage crush, really.
1: Uh, Francine, if we could. Take just a second before I move on to shout out Ashton Kutcher, plus forty gifted. Adam Ashton Kutcher in the in the channel. That's that's bananas. It's uh, incredible generosity. Uh, check out the Scorch stack. I forget what the, the Scorch! Exclamation mark Scorch! More and more people are saying Scorch stack. Thank you, Floob. The right is the right one. I think the most amazing thing about Floob having
0: gifted uh, forty is that like none of them actually know we exist. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Of the gift subs. It's not like we're getting new listeners. Like ECW Francine gets the notification and she's like, eh. and Maybe tells her producer uh, of her Twitch, like as she's there streaming God. Well, the what. idea
1: is that they maybe drop by. If they ever if they're logging nice in, they drop man. by sort of the is the idea behind that. So we appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Irish Mac21 for saying I'm
2: a nice,
0: man. Of course, gonna get up to our own uh, daddy ass a little bit later here. Uh, Noticing Matt sounds a lot worse than on Saturday. Get well soon, Matt. Matt, would you like to comment to the people on uh, your your current state of health? I'm doing I'm 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 doing great. Yeah, well, not doing great, but you are doing better not than doing Saturday, good. even though you sound worse, right? You feel better than Saturday. Yeah, Saturday I, I had sort of this spike. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, no, I'm
1: I'm fine uh the anonymous gifter who, who could be anybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> gifted to amy Dumas. Hope, listen, hopefully these people come by i think uh that might have been how we got uh the hardys in the in the chat right that's house hardy are brainiacs they come by
0: uh rebby like debbie's a fan yeah bro now is she a fan primarily that we finally uh, praise yeah. her husband brigman saying i feel like that cough was bad enough for me to catch it yeah i
1: feel better man. <laughs> Please. We don't want to get, because we don't want to get Brick Mittens sick. You can still bring a huge presence of value to the show by playing the music.
0: Absolutely. In fact, it's, it's, uh, I mean, this sounds like I'm being mean to Matt, but it is the, the <laughs> thing Matt contributes to the show. This show are the tunes. He soundtracks the Wednesday Night A show. There, There's no getting around good. that. Um, E-Prime is fine. Yeah, yeah. Matt says he's fine. And it sounds like he's dying off screen. That, that, that is what happened there.
1: All right, we've danced around long enough, uh, Navel Gaze. We should get into the review of a very good AEW Dynamite. This is why you're the broadcasting genius. Let's do it as we do it. Best around
0: these parts, soups on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, these zoobs, and you, the Brainiacs, in the chat think of tonight's episode of AW Dynamite Presents Winter is Coming? Now, of course, you didn't spend money on it. This wasn't a pay-per-view, but you did spend time on it. Which of course is the one thing you can't get back. Scores one to seven in the chat, and then we'll read them aloud and get to the zooms. Maddie, if you don't mind, please hit the music.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. One. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, come on. Come
0: on. The come ons were heard around the world and now it's time for me to machine gun through the chat with the tries to keep uh, score and give us an average. Here we go. Scoots Bird with a 7. Andrew Rushback 21, 21 with a 7. I am Ahab with a 6.5. Hits Middle with a 6. Astral Beer with a 7. Seesaw 55 with a 6. Good Friend Jake with a 6. Maddie Mac with a 6. Don't Cold DT with a 6. America So Bad with a 7. E Prime uh, with a 6. Nidlitz of 5 with a 7. Paceball with a 5.5. Culture of Losing with a 6.5. Rickmans with a 5.5. Steak Up Buns with a 6.5. Cadenza with a 7. Fat Aaron with a 7. Can you say that louder, please? With the full 7. Sever One with a 6. Truly Beginners with a 6. Hey, my name is Will with a 5.5. Quake on Gin and Juice with a 7. Dennis Dirty Work with a 6. Years retro with a 6. Nice Boy Online with a 6. Action with a 6. Area Thrasher with a 6. in Che with the full seven a slew of come ons zoobs high scores uh for winter is coming tonight
1: yes once again we are seeing uh we're seeing a five and a half floor seven ceiling obviously um the sevens is not as i thought maybe there would be more sevens I, I think maybe i thought people were higher on the show than they appear to be i, I came in here expecting it to be uh above six and a half as an average i don't think that it is i think we have more sixes then we do sevens in that mix. And as many people going to five and a half as we do going to seven uh, or about that. So I would say maybe like a 6.25 is our is our average. Um, yeah, maybe even a six. Yeah, maybe even. I was, The most common number for sure is a six in that chat. So interesting, 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 interesting. I think I might be a touch higher though on this one than people.
0: All right, the Zoobs. Six and a half
1: to me in that it was like, um, I'm almost flipping around the thing that, People sometimes do where it's like all the matches on the pay-per-view were good. How can you say you're not excited about it, sort of conversation? Right. Where it's like, I looked at this winter is coming as like a free TV pay-per-view event almost. And I was like, at the end of my like, did that live up to it about as well as it possibly could? And to me it get yeah, pretty close in terms of like feeling like a a night of that magnitude. So I think I'm probably six and a half.
0: See, I'm a little lower than you think aligned with the chat, actually, probably right at the 6, only because, and I do agree with everything you said, they present this to you as a TV pay-per-view, and I think it's right to be judged as that. I think there are just things I can point to that I didn't like on this show. And not that 7s are (laughs) devoid of that, but you need the whatever the meteor is at the top of the seven. Uh, blinding me from the stuff I didn't like. And I don't know that there was quite anything, be it a, a big return, you know, surprise, great match, something like that, that matched the blind. But we'll check in at the end of tonight's show and see if maybe it, uh, if I moved up or down.
1: Yeah. Uh, Snaky buns, I think, accurately uh, points out. You to, you have to sort of know in your bones that it's a seven. And I guess this doesn't know my bones within a seven, but I was like, I was pretty satisfied. And there were some small things. I, I, I like that point you make there about the no meteor thing. But I think my counter that was they're almost like they're almost like a through line of the night sort of that it mm. was important was almost like the the meteor to me and they did a good job um leaving the main event throughout the entire show so i'm excited to get into it and and, uh, and talk through it
0: one of my favorite genre of comments to read aloud on the chat here we've got our own mod maddie matt keeping this chat homophobia racism and transphobia free alongside the lance good friend jake the axe here
1: saying great point by the zoos mm. That's a good, that's, I mean, we have a great chat. I don't know, don't know what else you can say, but something like
0: that. <laughs> a great point about the I agree. in
1: the chat, that's all I can say.
0: A yeah, good way to get little read aloud uh, on tonight's show. Let's dig into it, and uh, impossible to talk about tonight's show without bringing up right out the gate, like Dennis Dirty Work correctly does here, fire crowd tonight here in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, maybe. It, uh, really brought the heat and elevated the show in some way, so definitely keep track of that uh, as we go through tonight's show. The horrible music of Dynamite. Nowhere to be found tonight. As do you know what Round Bell Rock is, Zoobs? I do. Okay, so this is an American sports theme song. Do I have this right?
1: NBA on NBC, if I'm not mistaken, written by John Tesh. Um, uh, maybe the maybe the greatest of all time in terms of uh, going to start a sporting event commercial music.
0: Well, that is what we kicked off Winter is Coming with tonight. Uh, I did watch a video of John Tesh playing this live earlier this week that got posted in my Discord, and it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I guess this song has is, is beloved by sports fans from the sounds. Again, kind of cool that uh, AEW was able to get it to add just this other layer of specialness to Winter is Coming.
1: And just so yeah. don't have to have yeah. that
0: you know horrible, ear-piercing nonsense. I like the fuse! Break the news! Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever the hell that song is.
1: Maybe uh, a new song for 2023. I wouldn't put it past them
0: i'd call matt prince if i'm tony khan yeah uh, too I'm easy dynamite on the line
1: he'd say too easy i need to i yeah. need to make this harder myself
0: yeah he's probably like oh wh- who 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 is stained
1: but cheap is probably the the line of thinking they'd go down <laughs> well uh, i bet cody was like we're gonna do down on a three-year <laughs> three-year deal for licensing a downstate song you're like ah. <laughs> okay cody uh rambo rock great stuff uh, we're opening
0: up tonight's card with the fourth encounter in the best of seven series between the elite and death triangle before we get into the matchup zooms i just want to do a quick temperature check for you where's your excitement for these matches of course ostensibly a giant matchup you uh, launch this series uh six stars in their own right uh where are you four matchups into this in terms of excitement when these teams go to lock up
1: i think this is the spot on the card for it for me i think that like it or not i do judge it differently if it opens the show or closes the show in terms of you know i think sometimes when it's in the main i'm like uh it's good but am i sticking around the whole show for it right sort of conversation versus like when it's out of the gate and it kicks things off and you have a hot crowd and they're ready for it and it gets everybody going and sets the night off right um i think it sets a great tone i think it is sort of the perfect show opening match um sort of the like the blind fan of like, what is AEW? It's like, it's this, this is the art. here's the best guys going as hard as they can. Um, like yeah, having that on regularly is great. And I think it's a great way to start the show. So I, I enjoyed like, it at the top.
0: Even in a bit more of like a dog reigned way. My, I, my brain just understands like multi-man fast paced tag being the show opener. Like that yeah. is I- its role in many pay-per-views, many shows that I've watched. And like you say, sort of in the ethos of AEW from go. I'd say I'm still sort of surprised at myself at how into this feud I am. Like, I still feel like these matches are pretty big on Dynamite. I thought I might feel a little bit of fatigue as we got into the forwards, five, sixes, but I'm not saying they can do a best of nine, a best of 11. Hell, <laughs> I certainly want to see a best of 21. Uh, but while we're here in the best of seven series, I think that they've executed this well. And part of the reason they've done that is they switch up the matches and commentary is really calling this out at the beginning of this match, saying that you can tell they're joined by Don Callis on commentary, who's going through hey, we have changed our game plan here. Like, we haven't been winning these matches. Uh, we have different angles that we think we can beat these guys. And I think tonight's match was their way of sort of exploring uh... a...
2: Thank
0: you, Maddie Mac. Uh, you were not alone, Maddie Mac. Oh, sorry, I'll just say quickly uh this match is sort of them getting to explore a handicap match whereas they do a 3v2 thing taking out nick jackson early in this match with a a hurt ankle and kenny and matt jackson being the representatives of the elite here and like batty mack is implying here i suspect my god this crowd was excited to watch kenny omega wrestle as i was watching how alive they were for his offense and every time him and Pac locked up i was like People don't like the trios titles.
1: They're, they're giving it all away right here.
0: And I'd be curious to know, frankly, what the reaction of the Young Bucks would be without the Kenny Omega attachment right now. But that is not the universe we find ourselves in.
1: No kidding. Uh, it'd be, it's like I don't for, know about For different. real. <laughs> for, no, it would be a different. It would be a different. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're wrong. I always remember we're, we're not on the side of most people with this. Sometimes yeah, you get those reminders, right? That is a cruel they, reminder. They go into the arenas and you're like, right, okay. okay. People are changing with the guys that are there. Like, I, I get it, I guess. Um, i don't i when they came out i texted you just like viscerally like i hate these folks yeah we help could be it.
0: a kookabunga and the zooms and i would be like Bro! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i did think that they were quite good in this match i like the dynamic of the 3v2 is very interesting kenny omega sort of having to be your iron man awesome solo act that he is here taking on the lucha brothers so- switching in and out eventually locking up a pock for a long go here um Lots of fun spots in this, as you can imagine. A fantastic kick out from Kenny as he takes a finisher, not a finisher, but like a big signature from all three members that does a big kick out. Sometimes I get annoyed by this in matches, but for Kenny Omega, it makes sense. Like he is a world class guy that it should take everything but a car hitting him to actually get a pin on. Uh, eventually, you get the big injury return moment from Nick. He does sort of hobbles his way to the ring. He tags in from an exhausted and beat down Kenny Omega. And does good stuff, like he's sort of standing on places, a guy with a hurt ankle would, he's punching guys who are coming in, doing stuff that you do from one spot, not putting on the ankle. Unfortunately, Death Triangle is too smart. They get up Nick Jackson, Penta gets the hammer out, brings it down on the hurt ankle, locks in an ankle lock, and makes Nick Jackson tap, putting them up 3-1 in this series. What did you think of this finish, soups? I thought it was kind of a
1: cool, thought-out thing great spin on the on the trope um yeah we're something that the bucks are very good at doing um is sort of like knowing what the wrestling tropes are and knowing what the most common things that happen are and sort of playing into that has happened a couple of times tonight on this show to big effect right they did that with jericho too that's right we we're like oh yeah okay well he's not this guy isn't gonna beat him and then you like you know what i mean um there are supporting their the,
0: expectations
1: yes exactly right and and knowing the, how obvious it is and then sort of like Playing you know in a, in a way that's different than like you get swerved in the past right sort of like a useful we've talked many times sort of are rewarded for knowing the beats and paying attention right. you sort of but it's also like it's a funny of like reality sort of mixed in of like of course guy guy hobbles back down in a fight and can't move in the way that he should move that's his whole offense eventually he get picked off by these pros um I think as it nice. should go yeah absolutely um so a great combination of those things of like logical conclusions to things and subversion of tropes i mean it's it, great I, it's it's wonderful it really is and i thought so too um pock
0: should get mentioned alongside the great big boots i know when we think of guys who do big boots you think of big guys generally uh or women of course charlotte flair has a great big boot herself but pox is brutal it's like a stomp think, as he's pouring yeah. across the ring
1: His is more like a medium boot though right it's not like a. <laughs> conscriptor like of the boot. It's not, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> nothing he can do about that. <laughs> I mean, th- th- not that he can. I mean, he's trying to yeah. gain width, I suppose, to account for it. And boy, he has been successful at that. Uh, looking like the Liver King out there was Pac.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get a little crazy. current eventing. Can he looks incredible. Yeah. No, you have to. You had to be reactive. It's the only way uh, to capture. Yeah, Maddie, yeah.
0: could you put Liver King in the headline uh, next week, maybe? Or
1: just, <laughs> just be like, oh,
0: the Zoom's comments on the
1: Liver King. Yeah, Josh shoots on. Josh calls out, Liver King, no way you can be- grapple with me.
0: The Zooms destroys the Liver King with faction faction <laughs> logic. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah people love to see that. They love yeah. facts and logic. A few big clips.
0: Uh, putting the elite down 3-1, I actually think, is a really maybe the most interesting way of putting this right now, of course, is uh, they will be on the Christmas episode of Dynamite next week, which could be the last match. I don't think it probably will be. They, they take a week off with Kenny Omega going to be performing in New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom on that uh, Wednesday, where I will be in the building at Seattle Dynamite. He will be in Tokyo, Japan, wrestling Will Ospreay. How do you feel about the position of this feud, Zoobs? Down 3-1. Are you expecting an elite comeback for a tie here? Impossible to say, but is, obviously that's where the booking wants us to think that it's going, right? Is of course, they've challenged Death Triangle to a no-DQ version of this match next week.
1: Yeah, and thank goodness, because these things are getting wrapped way too tight, right? It's sort of like, <laughs> 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 it's been way too strict. <laughs> these guys need to loosen up. <laughs> like... I mean,
0: yeah, they're letting six guys at the ring at all times in these matches. <laughs> like, uh, but the, the hammer will be allowed and in play. I suppose it'll be, this is a way to swap up the dynamic again in the middle of a lot of these. But I don't know, Zoobs, are you, I didn't really understand the making it an ODQ thing here, besides to turn the elite more babyface, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with, uh, Craig and Juice. it's three one is tough. There's no way that this ends with a ladder match in their hometown. There's just no way. <laughs> yeah. I'd be what would do, but I lost. So. <laughs> But maybe they'll
0: subvert our expectations again and uh, Death Triangle will just win next yeah. week in this hardcore match. As they should, because they've right. proven they can win with the la- the hammer. And Death they triangle are now allowed one. to just use the hammer.
1: Death triangle All three five. of them could have a hammer. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Death, Death Triangle, triangle 5 is, is my pick here for sure.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've seen this show before. Um Credit to these guys, though, for keeping this fresh as long as they have. Um And yeah, we'll see. I, I do see an elite, like, full-on babyface turn coming here. Somebody in our Twitter mentions point out, I think it was actually Jay, of course, uh, pointing out that the Bucks are wearing, like, less and less obnoxious in-ring gear each week. Um, I also thought tonight, obviously, injury angle. This couldn't have been a clearer, like, heel-face thing, uh, the ending to this match. So I do expect
1: a moment of triumph for the elite leading to the latter match in LA in uh, three weeks, I think, January 11th. Yeah, the DQ gives them reason to win with the, with the hammer. So yeah, sort of, you get that, that'll be the... How she goes
0: you're not kidding okay so we head backstage oh no sorry first uh i should say kenny ends his problem by saying there's going to be enough or starts it by saying there's going to be enough talking on this show so i'll be quick did, did that feel like a shot at uh mjf in like a kenny way
1: yeah probably
0: <laughs> that's that's how i read it was oh, this shooting like, then I'm he said that
1: title and he said i wasn't scheduled to have promo time to the match just kenny just shooting just oh my goodness. These EVPs are out of control. These guys are out of control. Let's be honest.
0: And now you could think next week there isn't even going to be a referee
1: around. I mean, it's <laughs> pretty, it's funny. heinous. It's, it's heinous. Of of it. it's yeah. heinous. It's I
0: would have let my kids watch this. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, We head backstage <laughs> for an MJF I'll say answer to Ricky Starks's big promo last week. Of course, Ricky Starks cutting the promo of his career on last week's Dynamite in the ring with MJF. Everybody sort of agreed, I think, that Ricky Starks outperformed MJF in this particular promo. And this is MJF um, acknowledging that. He applauds Ricky. Uh, but then he sort of says, maybe rightfully, that is this a matter of expectation? He's like, how many times have you been at bat and missed, Ricky? You talked about this being a star-making performance. I arrived here a star, and I've been hitting a home run every time at bat since I've gotten here. You've traveled a very long road to get one blockbuster moment. That's not good enough. You're walking in here with with all the pressure tonight because people expect you to be the guy. No one expects anything out of me. There's no pressure for me. I'm already the guy. Um, I thought a pretty good answer from MJF here. Uh, These backstage promos can be, you know, lately I feel like some people have been given lackluster ones back there. I thought this was not that. I thought it was a great promo by MJF.
1: Yeah, pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty darn good. Um I loved I I did love that they like these guys might have what was it, four three or four segments in, in the show leading up of like you got an MJF, you got a you got a Ricky rebuttal, you got them warming up. Yeah and then uh was there a video package somewhere? I don't know. But we'll see it four. in the notes if there is. Yeah, three or four times um, sort of like weaving this through the show as you would if you were watching like a USC pay-per-view. They, you sort of – you would get the champ walking in. You get them – what the different rooms are doing sort of like – I, I think that really added to what I was already pretty hyped for in terms of uh, of having a main event for a, for a free show. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to watch this go. You're so savvy to point this out, Subes. It's something that, and how often you hear
0: me praise TNA on this channel, but it is something that I really loved about TNA and the Joe-Angle feud. Like, they did sort of treat it like when Joe and Angle aren't on screen, other characters should be asking where Joe and Angle are, but in a good way, where it's like, these are the two most important guys going for our belt, and they are destructive forces who hate each other. And during the pay-per-views, after other matches, you would, like, go to the Joe and Angle locker rooms. And yeah, I like that sort of revisiting. You're right, it does add to a big fight feel. No pressure. He's already the guy. That's like the zoobs. The zoobs comes on here, and goes, I, I can just log on to Twitter and get a hundred likes whenever I want. You think this is hard for me? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it is. That's equal skill. That's equal skill sets. It's equal skill sets.
0: <laughs> well, over oh, or you can get Twitter a buzz from your podcast less than Jay's at the drop of a hat. It's yeah. uh, this man's skills are are beyond belief. Always makes yeah. it look easy. He's already the guy. He's already the zoobs. Uh, oh. oh. All right, will just going talk about the facts, and the zoos can talk about this. Uh, I know I'm having a good night. Uh, the acclaimed are out; the crowd loves them. <laughs> Everybody's really excited to see the acclaimed out here. Uh, unfortunately, Jeff Jarrett's out there. He quotes CM Punk. He says, "Do we have your attention now?" <laughs> uh, he then hits the uh, Max Caster yeah. with the well. He hits everybody with the the guitar. Says, so "Scissor this slap nuts," and uh, yeah.
1: People are going to – people are already doing this. People are doing this already where they're trying to – they're going to try to make it spun into, like, that you and I are not enjoying Jeff Jarrett is the point. We're doing this again? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible horrible to me to tune in and see Jeff Jarrett in segments. I don't know how – I don't know how else to phrase that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, people with baby brains definitely want to be like, oh, you know, if you dislike anything, that's just good heat. It's like, can you imagine if it was like a young heel, I was interested in getting that in that position? Wow, like, like, because Jeff Jarrett is, doesn't mean nobody else would be. He is great at getting booed because he is disliked. And now, your tag title scene is the acclaimed versus uh, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Jeff Jarrett. So, uh, big shout out to the the irony pilled guys. Do I have your attention, pit, uh, now? Uh, yes, you do, Jeff Jarrett. You got my attention. Moving on, uh, looks
1: pretty good. For, I'll say this, I'll say this, yeah, it looks pretty good for 55. Absolute big arms. I was like, that's 55. He's seen a lot worse. Nice looking hat. He's got a nice hat on. Yeah, yeah. Get the get the facial hair in order. Wearing tight clothes, not easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Got Jay Lethal there. Sanjay Dutt. Satin, you know, it's <laughs> good <laughs> act. It's a good, it's a good act. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage with the JAS, and Jericho's so great at rehabbing from a loss. Remember when Tony really said that final we'll see the Ring of Honor on dynamic. Remember when Tony said that we'll see less Ring of Honor on Dynamite? What did it say? Remember when Tony said we'd see less Ring of Honor on Dynamite? <laughs> I do. D- did we not get that tonight?
1: Was that a... <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, you weren't on Ground Floor Zero this week. Matt has no voice, so he speaks through AI Matt now.
1: <laughs> Remember <laughs> when
0: Tony said that we'll see less Ring of Honor on Dynamite?
1: No. No, vetoing this.
0: (laughs) See, I'm a fan. They're not not doing it. Uh, He's backstage with the JAS, and I liked I liked uh, Chris Jericho's rehab here a great deal. He goes, the giant swing should be banned. It's barbaric. Uh, Of course, there's a guy who tapped out to the giant swing this week. Uh, He's talking about what a cruel move it is, and then he says, "But everybody's gonna remember who I am tonight. I'm still the Ocho." It's me and some jobber tonight. I'm going to maul him, remind everybody that I'm still the Ocho. And then he says to Daniel Garcia that it's time he needs a new understudy. It's time to him to look to his new mentor, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Daniel Garcia is to follow and shadow Sammy Guevara. Uh, I think this is going to be outstanding stuff. I I think that they will have a fun dynamic. Then
1: this will lead to Daniel
0: Garcia leaving the J. Yes. Oh, it was a good segment, Zoom. So where where are you on this?
1: Very good. Yeah, I think, the the place that JAS got to we were just talking about them a week ago two weeks ago where i was like man i love this hagger and garcia tag team like jericho is on on the best run of his whole career um you know they got they got garcia the title like basically everything was looking up for all of them um these factions have to up, go up and down right it sort of yeah. has to it was like the basically the perfect time to do this to sort of like okay now Jericho's losing everything and we're gonna we're gonna get Garcia out of here like it, it really I think Team Taz remember we did a, a similar thing mm-hmm. it like it hit this height and we're like wow you should breaking it up you're not sad like everyone's crushing it um having some JS turmoil only makes sense they they just succeeded uh it's, you know there's got to be some some trouble and I do agree with you I think. I think the Sammy Guevara feud, our feelings about Sammy aside, it's like a good sign for Garcia that like he's moved into this now. Is like he's going to be a guy that's feuding with the young, with the, who they see as the young stars, who they see as the next generation. Um, we'll see how he is now on that totem pole that we're always thinking about. I think we all have a lot of high hopes for him. Let's see where he actually ranks in. Is he could he could he be somebody who challenges MJF like soon versus like one day? Right? We sort of. We're going to get those answers. I think it's exciting. So I'm into it. And positionally, I'd be looking at Daniel Garcia as a guy to have in that Ricky
0: Starks role after the past couple months. Like, heat it up for a big match on Dynamite because uh, I I just see the world in Daniel Garcia and uh, want relevancy for him. So I'm in on this, and I think he and Sammy Guevara have a nice yin yang in-ring thing. Like I imagine the eventual match will probably be good between the two of them, too. So uh, I'm all in on this. yeah, Ashley Kutcher's right. He, He referred to Sammy as Daniel Garcia's Eldor. I think I said mentor elder. Right. Is yeah. yeah. A very good line. And now it's time for Brian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Uh this was a riot to me. I thought this was a very fun TV <laughs> match. Uh Jungle Boy given let Brian Cage just beat the shit out of him on TV. I'm a fan of this of course. Uh the ending of course was bizarrely wonky. I don't even know what the fuck they were going for. Uh but while this lasted, I thought these two had a nice chemistry in ring and uh Brian Cage was very red entering the ring and that's a skill not every wrestler can be red as a lobster getting into the ring
1: Layup for me that this half an hour into the show brian cage match was going to get a thumbs up for me i was like the, i was like the layup of the night be honest with you sometimes i'm watching I'm like it's and like this or not i was like this my layup of the night is the brian cage second through the curtain <laughs> when can we get brian cage and samoa joe
0: on tv when when can we get there the world is ready um that,
1: that sounds like an rlh match to me you're probably right uh One fantastic thing, yeah go ahead are you sorry go ahead sorry.
0: i was just gonna say a fantastic suplex from uh, brian cage he does that spot where jungle boy's on the apron he mm-hmm. grabs them brian cage steps onto the second rope. but bushi does this move is like a slow german uh brian cage nowhere near as uh, graceful or eloquent with it brian grabs jungle boy with his other lets her fly uh i i thought a wonderful spot here i just enjoy watching brian cage wrestle which is interesting because he's like an incredibly spotty wrestler sell themselves uh but, but what can I say? I enjoy watching muscle
1: yeah uh, this guy's manager though I couldn't help but think I couldn't help but think you know uh Prince Nana you know what's next uh a princess dada
0: okay don't do it so well after that one that was terrible. Prince I feel I feel sick to my stomach <laughs> I- Hang on, I, I need to go off camera for a second and re equilibrate Let, let's all get ourselves together. Let, let's hope the audience at home has collected their breath after laughing so hard. And uh, princess and dada, Christ. <laughs> and you say that, yeah. Can is maybe not the word I would use there <laughs> Uh, Zeus, before I jump off camera here, anything you'd like to say, uh
1: about the the match tonight no i i I'm, I'm with you uh i knew like i said i knew you were going to be in on the on the brian cage uh second match of the night and it was a, that was a layup for me um I, I agree with you that sort of having jungle boy in in i guess what i'll call sort of the darby allen role of a guy that just like lets mm. a dude outside of his weight class like really throw him around um that's a that's a bit be- it's been a nice feature of the of the show lately so sort i of saw that with Brody King and and Darby as well before. Um, I think it is, that's a good, that's the kind of win that, that, you know, underdog babyface Jungle Boy should be having on TV. The, the Brian Cage of the world it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Brian Aww.
0: Cage is a great uh, opposite for that exact role. I think like just babyface needs a win on TV. And with that, Zoops, we're going to run headlong into our first of three, keep it or kick it's of the evening. Of course, the segment where I give you a prompt for my wrestling brain and the brainiacs and yourself. zoobs must tell me if you want to keep or kick that prompt, you head on over to your emotes bar. And of course, if you like the idea, you select the keep emote. But if you hate the idea, you select the kick emote. It's just that easy, it's just that simple. Actually, Kutcher is cheering one bit. Not sure if that's insulting or not. And uh, we're gonna get to our first keep it or kick it here, Zeus. Very simply. This statement. More Brian Cage matches on dynamite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is- keep it. Or kick it. It okay. Give it okay give it okay give it
1: okay give it okay, 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 okay I'm gonna
0: It's very rare that the chat is this unanimous. I'll just get right to it. Nibleto 05 with a keep. Ashton Kutcher with a keep. Sever 1 with a keep. Good friend Jake with a keep. I a have with a keep. Cadenza with a keep. Hey, my name is Will with a keep. Culture of Losing with a keep. Dennis work with a keep. Astral Beer with a keep. Earth Asher with a keep. c 55 with a keep. Maddie Mac with a keep. Irish Mac 21 with a keep. Trillium Guinness with a keep. Hits with a keep. Thunderous G with a keep. Scoots Birdle with a keep. Kyle 9080 with a keep. McVanage with a keep. My God, Zoops. One of my worst prompts of all time.
1: Wow. Uh, uh, the 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 nasty Casties. no I have no idea the subterfuge they've been they've been submitted to
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry everyone that ruins the sanctity of it I promise I'll never do that again
1: I was uh, I'm just playing around I'm, I'm pretty split in there I think Zooms.
0: Uh, uh, roughly 50 50 Euros
1: I think it is about 50 50 I would say that's as close to the perfect game as you can throw right there in terms of a uh, a seemingly simple prompt you found the the, the, the division point I was thinking too too much to your answer that this was this was a hopefully this was one for the for the zeitgeist that you're hoping to throw in there and get people on board with your Brian Cage agenda
0: doesn't look like the people are into it but where is uh well that's the people but where is
1: the zoobs on this one pretty simple kick for me yeah i i've 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 understood for me uh a line in sort of not in the sand but like i i, I want to sort of get as important in the discourse and how i think i talk about wrestling
0: Okay, go, go on. I like this. I like the soundless.
1: Um, I know that Brian Cage does good work. I'm not really interested in Brian Cage, and I, I sort of, you know, I holding those two minds of like, you know what I mean? Of like, I thought I don't think Brian Cage is good. I'm not interested in him though, right? Sort of that, sort of. Either I think everybody is good at this point. Everybody that's in pro wrestling and on TV generally is is very good. Who's uh, better, Wardlow or Brian Cage? Wardlow. I, no, not not. It's not who's better. That's the mm, whole point. Who would rather watch? Sorry. Well, right now, Wardlow, no question. Like I no question,
0: Brian Cage
1: there. Yeah, I only because like I know Brian Cage enough. I sort of know exactly what I'm getting. Whereas like the Wardlow is I'd rather I'd rather philosophically have Wardlow on TV. That right. He is right.
0: a higher stealing. Moreover, bigger star feuds you can imagine. Right. Yeah. So I the get question
1: that. of who's better isn't the one that I think of in these situations. I right? get. It's, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, I was using shorthand there, but you're right to to call it out. Yeah, no, that you calling it out is actually the perfect encapsulation of like the way that it sort of switched for me. Well, that's like, why it, we are the sword and shield. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So, yeah, I, so for that reason, for me, I'm sort of with I think Huge nails it here kick in that I don't want more. The same amount of Brian Cage was fine with me coming in and losing, you know, once or twice a month to baby faces who need the wins and looking imposing in battle royals. Great usage for me. I don't need like the Brian Cage push where he's, um, challenging for the t- tnt title right and like yeah winning it.
0: i get that too maybe in ring of honor you might feel differently too like if, depending on how that show shakes out uh jungle boy now cuts a promo i beat luchasaurus i beat cage i want the biggest bitch on the roster big Bill. <laughs> two g's two l's everybody knows <laughs> and loves big bill i think uh early appreciators of big bill here on the channel all three of us and uh he does not come out to answer the challenge, though. Lee Moriarty races out following Stokely Hathaway. They He starts beating on him, and then Big Bill comes out. It's two versus one. They're beating down Jungle Boy, and I must admit, I did not see this coming, Zubes. Who comes out to save the Jungle Boy? But Taz's son, Hook. You don't even know me. You don't even know me. I did not see this coming. Uh, Hook takes his time getting to the ring, chases off the guys, and it looks like we are leading to Hook and Jungle Boy versus Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. And I got to say, licking my chops for that match. When that when that match goes down, count me in. You're, you're, putting, you're putting it on at 2 in the morning? I'm waking up. That's must-see TV for me. Put that on Wrestle Kingdom. I'm with you. Put that on Wrestle Kingdom, which I am very excited for this year. Man, fun. Uh, what do you think just of the Jungle Boy hook pairing?
1: Let's go. These guys, they can learn a lot from each other. They can learn a lot from each other. I think, um, you know, Hook has the, like, he doesn't have to say anything or do anything, like, like presence and charisma about him, which I think we all believe Nickel Boy has. He, he sort of, we, that's, that's sort of his thing that we are, like, hoping he clicks into properly. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, appearing cool at all times, trying to or not. And, like, you know, not trying to. And, like, it working. Sort of, a, I think how we've seen Ricky Stark sort of blow up is, like, The confidence being rooted in true confidence. Um, And Jungle Boy has that, like, it always pays off in the ring to him. Whereas we're we're like, we're still getting to there with Hook. And I think as a tag team, boy, that's perfect. And exactly what you want. You have the guy that, like, can go in there with anyone and have a great 10 minutes. And then he tags in the the pistol who is, like, full charisma, who hits three moves and they're out. Like, it's perfect. I think it's going to work really well. Uh, call him the pistol, of course, Uh
0: cruel minder that good Ramos no longer in uh, the World Cup, but that's okay. I'm still recovering. Uh, big shout out to this pairing. I think I'm a fan of it. We'll see what it actually looks like in ring. I actually find it kind of hard to imagine what Jungle Boy and Hook, the tag team, looks like. Presumably, mm-hmm. it's Jungle Boy doing most of the wrestling, and then Hook comes in for big hope spots, hits the judo throws. I'm not really sure, but I'm telling you I need to see Big Bill and Hook wrestle. I don't know.
1: I <laughs> yeah, big belt. I don't know. The let me let me be clear. Your your question was about the tag team, but like I can't wait to see the Sling. I don't know why. It's the it's the giant guy, no shirt and jeans. I just like I can't I can't not be like yeah that that guy, <laughs> fucking. Ashton just right. Two guys with famous dads. That's true. That's true. With famous hair. Another good point from Irishman. These guys they're perfect. Peanut butter and jam.
0: Maybe I could join that faction. I got I got uh I got I got you know sort of hook ass hair today.
1: Nowhere near as nice as hooks. But I, was, I uh, thought you were gonna go with the, your dad being famous there.
0: <laughs> For sure. My dad's a famous guy. My dad's oh, uh like, known, beloved <laughs> in his household. Uh, uh I love him. I love him a great deal. How's that? But, yeah. Uh, no one would describe him as famous. Okay. B C C is backstage. I'm worried about these guys. <laughs> no uh, doubt. No um, doubt. I I'm worried about my pals in the bcc uh, who, who had Regal and Brian Danielson hanging out with him a little while ago. And now it's John Mox who who I gotta say, he's not this isn't the best work of his career. I'll take I'll take decent mocks all day. No problem. But make no mistake that this is decent mocks. Uh he's here with uh uh specialists Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler yuda
1: Tough scene, tough scene.
0: What is going on with us lately, says John Moxley. I'll tell you what. We won. Talks about how he choked out Takeshita on Rampage, and I highly recommend going out of your way to see that match if you haven't yet, uh, to the Brainiacs. Really enjoyed that one. Uh, Claudio won the world title. Wheeler won the world title. Then uh, Claudio speaks. 2023, everyone's on notice. I'm like, all right, that's fine.
1: And <laughs> <In> am <pen. laughs>
0: Zooms, do, th- do you think you have a Wheeler Yuta impression in you? Maybe I.
1: I, I wish. I. I. I can't. I can't be that loud in my house. You know.
0: Now, Matt, you didn't hear Wheeler Yuta tonight, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that was my bad. That's, that was cruel. That was just mean of me to do. I. I should have thought better of that. That was.
2: Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank, thank you, uh, to Renee Paquette, uh for the cat. For the gives us think good cheer. Uh, unbelievable stuff, uh, friend Renee. I, I don't really know how to describe the way Wheeler does in passion promos, uh, except to say it just doesn't resonate with me. Um, there were people in our Twitter mentions when I made fun of him. Of course, you follow us over at Wrestling Underscore Brain, saying this might have been his best promo. And you know, that's like you, you're, you're smelling manure all day, and you're like, oh, this is the best smelling pile of shit. Uh, I I thought I did not think this was his best promo. I thought this I thought this was weird. I don't you got to fight like you're already dead. I just, I don't know, man. It's not connecting with me and Wheeler Yuta. And and when they don't have Brian and Regal to sort of up the promo ability, man,
1: not, not my favorite look for, for these guys tonight. Uh, tough, tough. It's tough. As you said, to cut to the backstage and be like, it is Mox was left with the two like biggest carries he would have to do on the mic. And they're cutting kind of group promos is like a tough scene, especially when he doesn't have anything reliable that meaty to stick his teeth into be sort of doing a yeah. house show promo. Um, for a feud that like he admits halfway through they don't care about. <laughs> like,
0: well yeah, I don't get it. He's like, I know we said it was over, but I'm wrestling Sammy Guevara again on Friday.
1: It's same like, as like we we won that we had. same as like we're done with them, except I'm not done with mocks. Like, well, if you're all doing rematches, you're not done with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. it, it, this is like a very New York thing. Like AW doesn't do this too often, so I'm not gonna beat them to death for it. You know, once in a while, you gotta fill some TV getting mocks on rampage. I get it, but this is I'm just so exhausted by the pairings of J.A.S. and B.C.C. and despite Daddy Magic barely being in any of them. You pair yeah. daddy magic with a couple of these guys, i would be I'm, I'm being serious, by the way. Daddy Magic, Claudio, Daddy Magic Wheeler, it at least injects some personality into these, you know, sort of listless. Let Claudio wrestle. <laughs> Just don't let him explain yeah, that everyone's on notice in 2023. <laughs> don't agree with Scoots Brodo. They're the Blackpool Combat Club, not the Blackpool Talking Club.
1: Nailed it. I mean, that's how else how else can you say it? Truly dead on.
0: Uh, We now cut backstage to one of my favorites, Swerve Strickland, delivering a promo. I see you, Keith. And this sounds like maybe the end of Swerve in our glory. As he goes on to say that he has no friends. He has affiliates. He has acolytes. But however close you think we are, Keith, we're not. Next week in San Antonio, Texas. Keith is uh, is a Texas guy, isn't he? I think so. I think so. Uh, So in his hometown next week, we're finally going to get a Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee face-to-face. Uh, for those who did not see, Swerve Strickland walked away from their match against J.D. McKee and, um, oh my goodness, Shane Taylor on uh, at final battle. And Keith Lee still managed to win in this 2v1 situation. Uh, so Swerve Strickland presumably going to be talking about that. Keith Lee is from Wichita Falls, Texas, confirms
1: Denny's dirty work. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I'm excited for this face-to-face, dudes. excited to see these two hash out their problems. Yeah, a good pairing. They they've seem to have tons of chemistry. A, a, a feud and a blow-off could work. They could, once again, will they or won't they? They could will. I don't think they will. Um, yeah, listen, we love Swerve. So, not much to add.
0: We get some sort of mix between a match and an angle here as the House of Black is out for a match against the Factory. But really, it's just a, a brawl, and then they ring the bell, and then and uh, Malachi slings his leg at QT Marshall and pins him. I don't know. This felt like they just didn't have enough TV time, maybe to get across as much nuance as they wanted. Like it started, and immediately, just like everyone's fighting everywhere. I don't know. It just not that chaos is always bad, uh, or this was a horrible segment or something. But it's like this is the House of Black's like big reemergence. It's like oh, a bunch of unimportant people, and it just I don't know. It feels like you could have made them feel bigger and more important in a in a better spot. Not that this was bad. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't the most interesting. And when they did, when it was just the three House of Black against QT, that was a good visual, I suppose
1: yeah you gotta you gotta do the four minutes of walking through the ring in the dark. <laughs> it's a good walk though, isn't it? it is it's listen it it's more important than the matches a lot of the time.
0: I mean yeah, especially for t v how often are you gonna get to have like a match? everybody will always remember relative to just getting your uh entrance over? Are you happy to see these, these three? Presumably they're up and waiting in the wings for everyone's the Death Triangle these Elite. These four, teams. Julia Hart, the leader, of course. Of course, Julia Hart spits in the face of Nick Camerado to start this match to a fun moment. But in terms of the wrestling, probably moving into the trios division, uh, wait, waiting in the wings, yeah?
1: Yes. I would assume so.
0: Will you be excited for that? Elite or Death Triangle versus House of Black? Yeah, of course. Off.
1: It's it's an elite team. I always have a ton uh, of fun watching Roda King. I, I have high hopes for Malachi Black. And their friend buddy i mean that's all that's all good stuff you have a buddy named buddy don't you i do not have any anybody's oh. name buddy oh yeah i was just thinking of buddy i think turn to the page <laughs> i you know i was thinking when this was on i was thinking how's the black what's next apartment of white
0: Okay, we actually kept talking. Who knew who he's the the Chris? that the, the spirit, Matt is not speaking tonight, but the spirit of him is alive and well in the zooms right now. Uh, this is the apartment of White. What is I have one more. Than, I grew up in? Okay, I have
1: one more than I skipped over too that I wrote okay, down. Let's hear. It, it was when uh, it was when Hook came out, and they said the, he's the cold-hearted, handsome devil. They say. I was thinking. I was thinking. What's next? The the warm. Hearted, ugly angel. <laughs> Why does it hearted get changed? What? You, what's the? Uh, what brained? I guess warm brained, warm brained. I should have gone with Papa on the original Prince Nana one. Should've we had to go Papa. back to it. Yeah. Oh well. Prince Nana more like Princess Daddy. Go ahead. What was the AI say?
2: Prince
1: Nana more like Princess Daddy. It's so bad. I can't believe how bad the fucking. Man, more
0: like Princess Daddy. (laughs) No,
1: no. I I can't believe you. I can't believe Daddy. The AI, holy. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean, you know,
0: sometimes you see those robots dancing around at Boston Dynamics, and you're like, "Oh, they're gonna take over the world."
1: It sounds like. And then you hear this AI, and it's like.
0: (laughs) It is Peter Griffin, Uh, pitched up and sped up. I believe.
1: Perfect. (laughs) Impossible
0: (laughs) to understand. (laughs) Uh I gotta tell you, I'm pumped for this next match. This might be my most anticipated thing on dynamite next week. I can't think of an AW women's division match that you could make a pairing of that I'd be more into in ring than this. As we get a quick Sheeta uh video package setting up Her versus Jamie hater for the belt next week. Um this is this is a, a very fun matchup to me. I'm excited to see Hader and Sheeta get down next week.
1: Yeah, man. People love seeing Hater. She she has looked better and better, and the more we've seen her, and she's a champion. And beating people like Sheeta is how you have good championship runs. Uh, with your TV stuff, uh, I, I wish that they could give this. Maybe they will in the coming week. Like, give it a bit of what they give. Um, MJF Stark. So like, build it up as like your yeah your top women's titles being defended on the on the show next week. It sort of feels, you know, you have the blueprint of how to make these things feel a little bit bigger, and just giving them. An focus. extra week of a week, extra week of stuff for focus, like as you, yeah, exactly right. um
0: You're totally I, right. Let the main event give them 20 minutes, like give them a reason to feud. Like this is a pairing that you just. And it's so weird too, because Tony Khan can be so protective of certain matchups in his booking. It's like, oh, can't give that away for free. Got to keep everyone meaningful away from each other at all times. And then like something like this feels exactly like you say, like sort of underpromoted. In the same breath, it's Christmas next week.
1: I'll be here talking about it. Excited to. I hope that it delivers. Yeah, me too. I, and I I hope it, I, yeah, yeah, I hope it's not like in one of the death spots on TV like let it open or close the show would be my hope. Prince Nanamore like, right, like Princess
0: but... Dana. See this is the problem. You can, you can never understand it. You you know, like by the time you realize like happening. There's this one stop, stop okay. saying play it again. Last, one. It Last one. Last one. Last <laughs> one. Let's see if this works. Prince Nana more like Princess Dana.
2: Oh god, what was that?
0: Prince Nana more like that I see. What about the whole thing? Just becomes a segment of, of guessing what this this thing is saying. I have to. I have to just keep talking over. it. We'll never get through this. It's like what? But them... supposed to be sp- strong bad. <laughs> That's supposed to be strong bad. Yeah. Oh my heavens. Oh, my <laughs> Uh, Britt and Rebel are backstage with Renee, and Sky Blue interrupts a very brief promo where uh, Britt was talking about how she's the best and Jamie Hayter's never going to lose. Uh, Sky Blue interrupts and says, you're good at talking, let's see how good you are at wrestling, and this sets up a Friday Rampage match between Brit and Sky Blue, which, again, this Friday's Rampage, Mox and uh, Sammy, and this, those are sort of meaningful matches. Again, are we getting to a matchup without any sort of build? A little bit, but... Uh, if Britt's not going to be in the title scene, it's nice that she still retains some relevancy, I suppose, or that some people can do that in AEW. So uh, we'll see this one on Friday.
1: Yeah, a bit weird that Sky Blue comes in and is like, you are good at talking. Let's see if you are as good at, t- at wrestling as you are at talking. So something sort of like her. And you're like, I hope I hope Sky is a lot better at wrestling than she is at talking. Yeah, well, like it'd
0: be almost <laughs> impossible to not be. She'd have to be an abysmal wrestler. she to be you
1: know, out here, you know to think of a, like a bastion booger but i listen i i'm very early buyer on sky blue stock as you know i've been pushing mm-hmm. this agenda for two weeks you so, called uh, her a sky blue chipper i believe i think that was the exact thing that i said yeah put that into my <laughs> calling who said what that one was mine uh <laughs> i could do a lot worse than sky blue chipper i'm actually really happy you have tonight on this show <laughs> yeah sky? it's a, it's a sky cute sky step for me thank you sky for blue me. sky yeah. blue more like uh ground red
0: see, <laughs> see what we've done i try to maintain a certain a certain level around here and these two jokers they don't respect the art they save it for the stage.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to the matchup is all, is, is all i'm saying is that this is the um, big test obviously for sky blue but it's also a pretty shallow division so you know you can not that she has to beat brit baker but we are looking for um progression when we see sky blue and you know singles matches against names is what do it
0: yeah this is a match where pushing the one person to the limit is not quite a win but is encroaching on it more than other people when they wrestle that person sky blue can look great in a losing effort here against Britt baker yeah uh ashley kutcher saying uh you could say the sky is the limit yeah Oh, you're not
1: going to sell for him on that? You guys well, are no. scoundrels the, not the laughing at that. The bit, is, the bit is what's next. The bit is what's next. <laughs>
0: Let's hope nothing. Okay.
1: Big night tonight, Zubes. You know why? Why is that?
0: Because Action Reddy had maybe one of the best debuts I've ever seen in wrestling. Wow. How many can you think? Fandango, I ironically actually i just realized this debuts at mania against jericho in a winning effort um but this was a meta match this match relied on you having seen wrestling before and having some understanding of chris jericho this star who exists at the top of the card is here facing a guy you've never seen before And this is probably not going to go longer than a minute. He's probably just going to do his finisher, maybe two moves. uh, And then he might cut a promo after. And it was really just to get Chris Jericho on TV. This match counts on you knowing all of that. And AEW likes to do this with a lot of stuff, which is really cool. It counts on you, the audience, having seen the show before. And what they do is they count on you knowing all this. So Jericho's shoving him around. He's doing all the bullying things. And then... Jericho starts a slap exchange and starts hitting him, starts hitting him, starts hitting him. And then Action Andretti fires one back. And you go, oh, this is this is nice of Jericho. He's given the local guy, uh, and I know he's been on Dark and everything, but I'm talking about the way that they are using him as the, I think he calls him the jobber on this match, or, or in the promo before this match. And you go, okay, well, he gets this one help spot. That's nice. And then it evolves into a breakneck pace, very fun match, Back and forth all over the place. Counters on counters. Uh, uh, Action Andretti seems to be somebody who is a fan of the the Will Ospreys of the world. The, the You know, the very creative high flyers. He seems to be of that ilk. Uh, he puts on one of these with Jericho where Jericho basically has to stand there and this guy wrestles great circles around him. And eventually, he picks up the win, pinning the Ocho.
1: I, I thought this was genius, oops. I was all over this. Uh, super hard crowd. Um... I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't come away as high on it. Like I really didn't think Andretti was great uh, throughout it, but the moment itself, and as you saw the stuff that, you're, that it's playing into, like it, it just sort of kept surprising you, right? It's sort of just to your point, it's like you expect two moves, and then it's not. It goes, it goes to a commercial break, and you're like, I'm surprised by this, and it picks up, and it probably like you know, some of this, some of this stuff. It, it feels like he's walking through it, and that almost like works uh, in the advantage of of it winning, and then you you do have the like obvious like okay. This dude gets in way more than you expect, but then he misses a move off the top into the into the finish. You're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, fun little spot for him, Jericho's the goat. But no, he actually, he actually rolls him up and beats him. Um, even beyond, even beyond uh, at wildest expectations. So good. So and it's such a funny, it's such a funny Jericho thing to know that the narrative has been that he's having his best year and he's never been better. And like start and I'd be like ending the year on, like, okay, now he's losing to like anybody that faces him, sort of like it's such a funny way to end the year that you've had. it, it I, I love it, man. I love it. He's
0: magnificent, man. Jericho's so great. Ashley Coach is in the chat saying Andretti isn't even the story here. It's sort of in the vein of what you're saying here. It's, it's, uh, it's showcasing Jericho in a lot of ways, or at least his ability to showcase. Uh, maybe in the middle of the discussion, we'll go to this keep it or kick it here, Zoobs, and we'll continue because I have some stuff I want to say about Mr. Action 2, but it leads right into our second of three keep it or kick it's of the evening. Of course, and uh, we know the rules. A very simple four-word prompt that I refuse to elaborate on. I, Zoobs, I know you, I'm not saying this for you because I know you are never going to force parameters and rules out of me. You know how I ask questions. I, I like to leave the creativity up in the air. Uh, there'll be no further parameterizing of this. These four words. And you're gonna hit the music right after these next four words, Maddie. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Action and dreddy has it. Keep it. or kick it Keep it. Okay.
2: Keep it. Okay. 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 Keep it. Okay
1: now people are going to think, okay i'm
2: doing a
1: bit
0: Hit me with the answers, Mr. Zubes.
1: Well, I was going to say, people listening to this are going to think that I'm doing a bit now with reading out the keeps and kicks. Because uh, <laughs> it's he kicks is. from Niblets, Culture of Losing, Scoots, Brodo, Philly McGuinness, Maddie Mack, Ashton Kutcher, all kicking. Cadenza kicking as well. Stegabuns kicking. Sever 1 kicking. Dennis Dirty Work kicking. c 55 kicking. But there are some keeps, four keeps from Smurl, Good Friend Jake, Heart Note, and area thrasher, all keeping. So uh, what looked like to be unanimous kicking was salvage with some late keeps.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, the surge at the end from the keepers.
1: Uh, I'm not
0: talking about soccer goalies, Matt. Come on.
1: Good friend Jake uh, adding, uh, if Jericho thinks so, I do too, which is maybe the safe play here. Um, hard to say. It's hard for me to say definitively after that match. I, You know, it's, it's it was a real lightning in a bottle. Um, I hope so. Obviously, you want more guys that have it. But if you were to keep for I mean, kick. I would probably, at this point, knowing what I know so far, I would kick it. But we'll see. Yeah, I would keep.
0: I, I uh, he does not rest a style that I especially love. I think his look is sort of dorky. Um, but this is a angle that you can actually run with. Like, I, I am interested in his next matchup in a way that 30% of the roster doesn't have my interest uh he has my attention i thought he's his in ring capabilities were more than enough i'm not saying he has it to the degree that he's gonna be eddie kingston where was he tonight by the way um but i did actually i was like i i mean i was enjoying the hell out of the match the crowd helped and the angle helped but what else could you yes. say i thought that was just like i'll remember that match at the end of the year no question about it and maybe he's a flash in the pan maybe he's tom McGee um but but I'll remember this match
1: Captain Sean Dean beating MJF. Yeah, I I mean, okay, no, 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 you know, eight (laughs) second
0: DQs, exactly.
1: No, I, I I I hope you like. Listen, you're, you're uh, often right. I hope this is another one of those situations. Um, I think you've been right way more than me lately. You want people that have it, and you want, uh, especially if it's babyface, that's, that's the thing that you want. So I hope so. I certainly hope so. That would be sick. I thought that was just an awesome match. Uh, I'm going to take this
0: opportunity, if I can, to just plug my Patreon. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. $5 a month gets you every solo wrestling brain episode that I've done in there. That includes the recently completed Howard Stern Months, ECW Month, TNA Month, uh, my list of the 10 greatest living wrestlers, and a ticket into my Discord. Well, the greatest wrestling discourse on Earth is going down as well. Midnight, December 23rd, it goes live. My first annual Wrestling Brain Christmas special. Um, I'm not gonna say anything more. Uh, but it goes live the Christmas Eve, the the second the clock turns, so too will uh the Wrestling Merry Christmas special be live by my Patreon. So uh what a time to sup. Uh, no nothing, you know, no nothing better than the spirit of giving at Christmas. And we're talking about me money. <laughs> Patreon.com slash in the the worst commercial imaginable here. Uh pretty good sell job, I'm not gonna lie. How are things going over there on less than Jay's zooms i get i feel like i get a bunch of patreon emails from you guys recently
1: yeah that's well, the the off season so that's the most fun part of sports for some people me included um so they made a couple moves they're making moves they usually do make moves in december and january so we'll see how it how it shapes up for the coming year
0: well i'm excited to to hear i know that you love a transaction you love a trade you love a rumor nobody better break down those things I wish I knew as much about baseball as I do wrestling. Because already it's astonishing. You've been you've been not into MMA, but back into MMA in a regular following and viewing pattern way for what?
1: Five months, six months, seven? Yeah, probably five. Maybe months, a year. When was? Yeah, when was? Uh, yeah, less than a year for sure.
0: Suffice to say, not that long. This guy's brain for the game of MMA—it's already like, well, oh, wow, Zoobs is just taken to it, like, uh, like
1: a fish fun. to water, man. What, I what, imagine, what, I can
0: only imagine for baseball where he spent his
1: whole life. So much fun. I uh, I love it. Yeah, since yeah. Yeah, since the summer. Are you just the greatest mind in baseball history? <laughs> no, not even close. Not even close.
0: Okay, well, how about this? You could you could quote me on this. The Zoobs is the greatest mind in baseball history. That's wow. a quote from me. You can put that if you ever write a book, something like that, you can put that on there. Go check out Less Than Jays. Go check out my Patreon. We go backstage to Ricky Starks. I finally get my shot. I've been winning lately because I have no other option. I thought that was a cool line. Max or Maxi pad, which is just a, is a stupid nickname. You should not use it. Uh,
1: really stupid below him, uh, below his, so below his level. It's what bad, somebody, somebody who's bad at promos would do of like need a crutch like that below his level. You're, you're damn right. Uh,
0: Sorry. One second here. Uh nobody cares about ratings maxi pad i thought this was uh it's actually completely in line with my beliefs i thought this is a cool thing it's like you have to brag about the ratings when you're on tv who cares dude that would be me in real life someone goes like i'm better than you because lots of people watch me i'm like oh yeah popularity is the ultimate marker of quality like what are you talking about that's a non-factor i'm deeply unpopular what are you saying about my quality i mean i've never Anyway, um i thought fun stuff here from ricky I didn't like the constant mf'er drops or yeah. the maxi pad stuff. Like all that faux push the boundaries PG. I don't know. Is there a word for that? Like sphere of word. I I just don't like it.
1: Yeah, you're right. Freakin'isms. Um, he's good enough to not need to do that. He's good yeah. enough to find ways around that in a cool way, right? Swerve sort of doesn't have to say mf'er. He never would. If Swerve ever said something like that, it would feel out of character, which really says it better
0: than anything. Uh, we get an FTR promo. It was nice to see these guys back. This was uh, not the big ah, oh, my heart. Uh, this was these guys are pissed off at the Gun Club for taking their moment after the really fantastic FTR Briscoes three match from uh, this weekend. Go out your way to see that if you haven't. Um, uh, we well, or if you just want to hear about it, Matt and I did a post show on the channel. You can go check the Twitter archives with the great Andrew Slack joined us. Uh, On the ground floor zero every Saturday, 10 a.m. in the West, 1 p.m. in the East. Pro Wrestling's only late-night daytime talk show. Fantastic stuff. Come on back. And uh, FDR's mad here, trying to take our shine. You guys have daddy issues. And for the second time this evening, Dak said, well, Colton and Austin, you've got our attention now.
1: He's coming back. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one thing one thing I know for certain about this show is that next year CM Punk is coming back again. He
0: is he in my mind he is back. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: he's been back for a few weeks. I agree. Yeah, since that since the since the Bucks return match, he's been back. He is there's some things are moving forward. CM Punk is back.
0: <laughs> you see this news? What would you call this? My backpack. It's front he's back. back. <laughs> yeah he's got done. our attention now uh jericho's furious backstage uh storming around angry sort of teasing a broken thing are we gonna see the pain maker very soon
1: yeah uh, for uh wrestling kingdom or something who, who knows
0: i love the Painmaker.
1: yeah he's he made it cool he's done every he's done it all
0: the Painmaker may be the one so bad it's a good thing in wrestling i actually like <laughs> Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it. I was like, are "You fucking serious? What's what's he
1: doing here with the hat?" But now I'm like, "This big goofy loser." Yeah, I mean, listen, Nick Gage respected it. So who are we? You know what? That's such. A, I wonder if Nick Gage is what tur- changed my mind on that. Probably. He's a legend,
0: man. I'm not gonna underestimate him, man. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna give it my all, man.
1: And he said our names. Yeah. Well, he said
0: my name. <laughs> Well, my name in that, in that yeah, one, in yeah. that one, you can say your name. You couldn't say that, whatever every time we've got a cameo from Nick Cage, moving on, uh, excited to see what comes with Chris Jericho here. Uh, we move on to Tay Mello and Ruby Soho. Uh, Tay attacks Ruby before the match, which I thought was stupid because Ruby's yeah. the one with the issue here. Tay broke her face. Like, That's it right. seems to me that, like as Tay was walking out, Ruby would be the one to go get the hands just because, she was,
1: just because, I mean, unless she, she's getting a step ahead of it, saying you are gonna attack me before the bell watch this i oh, see so wow okay so you're you're really really putting over Tay Melo here <laughs> i i don't know, i'm with you it's it doesn't didn't really make sense didn't really feel like it made sense um
0: i oh, man i felt like we went a couple steps back because i feel like i've enjoyed the the women's match for the past couple weeks i thought this was reminiscent of the the aw uh, women's division that i like a little less i i don't know what it is with ruby i don't know if she like i don't know because I think of her as a pretty good wrestler and uh, Ty can definitely get it done has matches that I like but I maybe they just don't have the best chemistry or, or whatever it was but I just thought this was painstakingly slow and just like, I don't know like walking through a match at points in ways that like legitimately were like below TV quality at points I hate talent, like this is not what I'm like it's just how I felt about it and I don't always feel this way but I, I did feel that way about this one tonight.
1: There's a there's I guess a small positive in like it's the only women's match, with it's like the third women's segment of like it's a it's not the there are other bigger things going on in the division than this, uh, luckily. But right. yeah, you would you would like to feel that some of the fire that it was um supposedly built around sort of emanated a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it's like you broke your face. Like there's a lot of reason for this to be a big thing, and then you're in there
1: like walking to the corner. I don't know that i don't know that ty, ty, ty is a i know it's like she's sort of naturally now aligned as a heel because of the sammy thing it doesn't feel like it fits her it really doesn't feel like
0: she's, like a nice person. she's the
1: kind of person that comes out and immediately gives the crowd the middle finger every time you know what i mean it's like it's like you know i get, I get she's too. not that she's stuck in it but like that's sort of how she's going to be received for a, who knows how long a time just due to the sammy thing but it's too bad See
0: Sappa saying more like Ruby Slow fitting around these parts just fine tonight. See something with that one. Uh, so everyone's like, I felt really let down with, by this match with how great the division has felt since Tony won the title. Yeah, it really has been that long, hasn't it? Like since Tony won the title, I feel like uh bit of improvements. improvements. Uh, regardless, Ruby picks up the win here, but then is attacked by Anna J. Uh, and I think we're getting that on Rampage this Friday Anna J. versus Ruby, but that might be Dynamite next week as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And now, zoobs, we got our first maybe piece of zoobs bait on the program. Finally, we have to go late. This is for the real heads tonight. It's late, it's almost midnight for the zoobs, and we get here. As hangman Adam Page makes it abundantly clear to the Lance Storms, to anybody questioning why he's got a problem with John Moxley. You want to know why? Because he knocked me unconscious and I was snoring for 60 seconds. And then as I came to in the ambulance. They started asking me some questions i was fighting the world champ i got knocked out and then they said your phone everybody's checking in do you want us to unlock it for you they showed me my phone and it was a background was a picture of my son and they said what's your son's name and i didn't know the answer to that question Zoobs, the father's on my timeline uh, lit up like christmas trees for this uh promo uh, talk of tears uh mentions of, of a vague understanding something did this does this hit you as it did uh some people in my sphere
1: i hate waking up you know you I, I drink too much and i wake up and i don't know who the one is it's it's awful um no listen amazing uh why we love hang hangman page his ability to be layered and nuanced and have a have a, a deep level promo um shades of of what we saw from dax in the summer um that sorry about his daughter um yeah, really cool. And, and like easy, so stupid that anyone was like, why did Hangman Page and Box have a problem? Like, what are you, an idiot? Like, you're an absolute moron? Uh, yeah, but we talked about was-
0: this on ground floor zero. So if you want to expand on it a little bit, please, because it is, yeah, really stupid. Like,
1: you have to, You saw him get knocked out, right? And then you saw him get made fun of for it the next time he came out, right? Like, <laughs> those things happen. That's all you need. It doesn't have to be. um...
0: Let me tell you, listen. Soup knocks me out in the street. I'm hiring somebody to go after him. They just, <laughs> yeah. The score is not settled.
1: Uh, I'm getting mad. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, awesome. Great to have Hangman, hey um, I don't want to say serious stuff, but sort of like not caught in elite drama and not caught in having to deal with like having to be tempered back into this. Like Able to be back to who he is and what makes him great. I hope he has a great 2023 20, because everything since the t- losing the title and then the fallout, basically the whole summer the whole basically it seems like most of his years like a wash um and even before that he was sort of like caught up in transition dark order stuff so like he really hasn't had a good run to get under his, his feet under him i think he obviously has it in him and is, and is a huge part of the company i hope he i hope this works i hope it goes
0: he needs to seize 2023 dude he needs yeah to seize it because the company needs him like as much space as he can fill they need him to fill that and, and it's why I'm so bummed about Kenny be st- being stuck in trios too. Those guys are needed in this company right now at the top of this card. It feels like, you know, I mean, Kenny, I'm not saying Kenny isn't doing that. He obviously has the trios titles and is doing, you know, that's a fun series. Like this show could really use these guys. And it feels like they're not. And this was a great promo tonight. But I don't feel like Hangman Page is relevant to Dynamite right now. He, it's not irrelevant. But I think people know what I mean. He, yeah. he should be... Capital G guy on this show in a way that he isn't right now, and I mm-hmm. hope was the start of I'm here, I'm taking this back because uh, I think we could all use some cowboy shit back in our lives. Absolutely
1: right. Absolutely right.
0: I agree with Quanjiang jo- Jin and Juice. Multi man matches with Jonathan FAMished, isn't it though? Jonathan FAMished <laughs> is good.
1: <laughs> His real name? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we go it for a very rushed promo that I did enjoy. Still, uh, it's Dustin Rhodes talking. With his new best friends, the best friends uh, with Danhausen, it's Chuck, Trent, Dustin Rhodes, and Danhausen, taking on the Butcher, of the Blade, Trent Seven, and Kip Sabian this Friday. I, I bet you that's fun. I bet you that's a fun match. There's there's some good pairings in there.
1: Sure, sure. Too many pe- too many people. That's too many cooks. That's too many people. Yeah, but one
0: of them is Chuck Taylor,
1: for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's what, there's like nine too many people in that match basically
0: i actually agree that match would be cooler if it was those five guys versus chuck <laughs> they would have my interest because then we're talking about a fair fight there's no yeah. way the best friends don't win here you know or or maybe if somebody else gets pinned like in it but in elimination style if you're out in the streets and it's these five guys against these five guys with chuck's last man standing
1: yeah too true
0: main event time the reason we're here the first big defense of MJF's title reign is he's here to put his title and AEW Diamond Ring on the line against Ricky Starks. Crowd's playing their part wonderfully here. MJF is the despised monster. Starks is the ascendant hero. And they work a very classic NWA-style opening. MJF's bailing a lot to the outside when when they do lock up. Abdominable stretch. Really slow offense. And then when the babyface finally starts to break out is when the match gets active and interesting. It's a really classic match format that, you know, when you see slow openings to matches nowadays, it's more often two guys squaring off who are sort of each other's equals, getting reads on one another. This is an example of something on the other way, but still slow. Uh, it's It gives people extra reason to cheer for the babyface because the match is good when the babyface is winning. Um, Bubba Ray used to wrestle singles matches like this a lot to mixed results when he was TNA champ. Anyway, sorry, there's a little bit of a ramble there. Some fun stuff, unique stuff in the match, though, I thought, as uh, MJF's holding onto the ropes too long after separation. The ref kicks his arm off. Like, th- this guy's cheating at every corner, and it's breaking down referee's patience with him, which you do see also in real combat. Like, a perennial cheater will... I'm sure you've already seen in MMA, zoos. It's like, if you cheat a couple times, the ref is, like, ready to call you on any small infraction, and MJF's starting to get that, and I think it's a nice nuance with the refs and his character. Before we talk about the back half of this match, Zubes, what did you think of... Uh... Uh, this one up. yeah
1: i had a i had high expectations and high anticipation of this i think we both did i think they made it feel sizable they made it feel like a mid-sized main event like a like something that felt at home main eventing a specialty show as these are absolutely so yeah i was excited i i, I did like the sort of the pace off the top as as you mentioned they sort of fed into it and um helped get it in ricky's sort of like as you said it, anything he was doing the crowd was so great all night as well like i know we've mentioned it a bunch of times but like it does culminate in this of like, you
0: can't take it for granted
1: yeah getting very behind ricky and sort of allowing this build to feel impactful um was awesome so yeah no i was i i it's another one similar to when we were seeing ricky against uh Ethan page where it's like you're you are very visibly being like a rivalry that you hope is a big top of the card thing for a while and it does become a pay-per-view main event and then it becomes the biggest pay-per-view main event. Um, it's hard not to sometimes look past it, but it did feel like they did a great job of like having a great match together and showing what they can do without doing everything, right? They, they left enough that they can go back at it and top it, and then they can learn from that and top Like it, it, There's plenty of meat on the bone still.
0: Well, and that's almost like an art style that I think New Japan fans like you and I, you come to recognize a lot in that company. You can almost recognize when guys are having early in match, like they're having their match, or not yeah. like in the g1 you'll get big pairings it's like oh wow we're getting these two in the g1 it'll be kind of clear early it's like okay the finish is gonna rule here but this isn't their match and it did get a bit of sense of that here where it's like there is still lots of meat on the bone between these two but I, in the same breath once this thing got cooking i really did think that there was a clear chemistry between these two some of the rebound moves were a, a whole lot of fun mjf trying to slow everything down but then there are explosions of offense where he'll be like okay, fuck it, I will stand my ground. And those are excellent. They do a hockey fight spot in that or off of an Irish whip, he chases Ricky for an elbow. Just really, both these guys understand what their character is like in ring. And when those characters clash, it's like a very natural styles clash between the slow it down, over-muscled heel and your flashy upstart baby face. And I thought this was a classic main event match in a main event spot. Uh, really enjoyed it.
1: I think it's funny we spent a lot of the previous i don't know like year and a half of ricky's tenure in the company being like oh i see the flashes and it's like it's not sometimes it's there sometimes it's not and it's like i realize now it's like because he was wrestling like a heel like he just like his style and panache like it's yeah. just you want to cheer for him and it just sort of like him having to s- slow it down <laughs> or be a he or like be booed or like be on it just like it just doesn't work for him. he's really natural in this space and i think it's i, I agree it is a great pairing
0: totally with matty mack mgs powerbomb is among one of the greatest powerbombs in the company of which this company is spoiled by the way uh here, here's a here's a spicy one for you Wardlow might have one of the worst powerbombs in aw yeah
1: How about it? um and was it sean was it uh strickland that you you yes, had him on yes yeah.
0: because him and dax did one in the yes. same match and i was like Swerve is a better powerball than Dax. Like, I love that rebound powerbomb Dax does, but I did think swerves were like he jumps and then sits out. It's it's just like it reminds me of BJ Penn jumping out of a pool. It's like, how do you do that? <laughs> hey, hey, strong, you gotta have legs. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed this match. Great spot and uh lots left in the tank for these two. Soups, that was Dynamite. Did we talk you up from uh, six and a half? Full seven.
1: No, he might have, he might have talked me down to six, two five. No, still a very great I didn't still, a, still a very great show. still a very great show.
0: It's not the guy I want to be. Maybe we need to talk about the main event some more. Sure. I think have title reign. I'm just trying to keep you at the six and a <laughs> half. Uh, the, the title reign off to a good start, though. I think if this is the frequency he wrestles with, that's great,
1: yeah. I think you want the uh, as we said, uh, the way this felt big and felt throughout the show. I think as long as long you can, you can keep that, that is sort of what you remember from the reigns, like. You want to have as few of the like, like Hangman was pretty good at that. Where it was like mm. he was facing uh, Archer in a in a Texas Death Match. It was like it had one or two weeks of of a short build, but it yeah. felt like an event when we got there, and there was um, enough of a buzz. They like, like, yeah, that deserves the main event. It's a title defense with stipulation, and I think if you could continue to have that, people who have three, four weeks to sort of build a thing and have it blow off and culminate, and it be him at the, at the top of the Mountain kicking people down, and then you have a big pay-per-view build. I think he's a guy that you can have some great small feuds with. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think the right call. I'm happy he's in charge. And I do think that it is, or should be, at
0: AW's utmost priority to keep MJF feeling like a event wrestler. Like this is going to feel like a sloppy comparison, but in a Brock Lesnar way. Not that he is similar to Brock Lesnar in every way, but in the way that he's a prize pony. When you bring him out, it's like. Oh, watching him compete is part mm-hmm. of the draw here. Like that, I think that's important to keep intact for MJF. I think it's a very valuable part of his act, and balancing sure. that with the title is tricky. Should also mention Brian Danielson does come out to chase him away uh, in William Regal's honor. Of course, this is going to be his matchup at Revolution, and uh, we'll see how these two match up along the way.
1: Yeah, very cool.